Welcome to Not Fake News Podcast, a project about news reporting from a non-journalist Midwesterner providing news analysis that you won't get anywhere else. I'm your host, Mike T. Today's fake news story is entitled, The GOP Menace of Violent Speech. It comes from the front page of the New York Times, Saturday, November 13th, 2021. The headline, Menace Grows Commonplace Among GOP. The subheadline, Menace grows as GOP turns to violent speech. I highlight the headlines because many readers don't normally get too far into the story, and, and often only the headlines are remembered. If you get to the very end of the story, and most people don't, you will read as an example of the speech that the New York Times thinks could in, escalate into violence is actually a prayer recently recited at a rally of conservatives in Virginia. Here it is. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight. Your children are in a battle, and we need your help. I'll just let that sink in for a minute. The violent speech prayer is worth repeating. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight. Your children are in a battle and we need your help. Apparently, the operative word is battle. And apparently, reporters Lisa Lehrer and Astiad Herndon have never heard of the term spiritual battle. They should know these journalists are not rookies. Each is a national political correspondent for the New York Times, and according to Google, Miss Lehrer is an IB leaguer who was a national political writer at the Associated Press, where she was the lead reporter on the 2016 presidential race. She previously reported for Politico, Bloomberg News, and others, and appears frequently on television and radio as a political analyst. Now, I do not recognize her as a frequent political TV analyst, I have not seen her on Fox or One America News, so she must appear on the left-leaning mainstream news outlets, and I must confess, I am not a regular viewer there. Mr. Herndon was previously a reporter for the Boston Globe. But back to the New York Times story. The national political correspondents of the New York Times contend that the Republican Party is sanctioning the mainstreaming of threats of violence as a political tool against Democrats. For a front page example, they cite a video by Josh Mandel, Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate seat currently held by Rob Portman, urging Republicans to resist the tyranny of the federal government over mask and vaccine mandates. Quote, when the Gestapo shows up at your front door, you know what to do, end quote. Now, without seeing the video, it is difficult to know what to do means. I do not think that if the Gestapo can be, can be menaced by violent speech. But what is violent speech and who gets to define it? Well, I can tell you who does not get to define violent speech. 
and that is the New York Times and its regular stable of academic experts and pollsters. Listen to this excerpt from the article. Political violence has been part of the American story since the founding of the country. But historians and those that study democracy say what has changed has been the embrace of violent speech by a sizable portion of one party, including some of the loudest voices inside government and most influential voices outside. In effect, they, the historians and those that study democracy, in effect, they warn the Republican Party is mainstreaming menace as a political tool. Now, first of all, time out. We need a hypocrisy check. During the summer of 2020, the summer of riots, death, and destruction, which political party was maintaining menace as a political tool? Why, it was the Democratic Party, of course, including its fearless leaders, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, who urged vigorous protests and not once condemned the riots, the rioting, the burning, the looting, and other forms of lawlessness. Back to the New York Times article. The reporter's quote from one West Coast professor who claims that his research shows Republican politicians quote, calling citizens to engage in violent resistance, end quote. Ladies and gentlemen, this is fake news. They never present proof. They merely cite Trump joking about the removal of people purposely disrupting his rallies, remember that, and the January 6th riot at the Capitol, where in the initial break-in or breach of the Capitol was by people who did not attend Trump's speech and did not hear him call for a peaceful demonstration. Though there is mention in the article about protecting democracy, there is never a peep about the United States Constitution or the First Amendment that protects freedom of speech. It's important to educate the wokesters who read the New York Times as their Bible. Let me quote from the United States Supreme Court. Quote, it is a bedrock principle of the First Amendment jurisprudence that the government may not prohibit the expression of an idea simply because society finds the idea offensive or disagreeable. This comes from a 1989 decision called Texas versus Johnson. In other words, expressions that the election was stolen or that we are going to fight to get our schools and our country back these expressions are not violent speech. It's actually more of a promise to actively engage in the political process, and that's a good thing. The New York Times reporters did say something accurate. They said that among the most fervent conservatives, the belief is that the country is at a crossroads. Well, with open borders, unconstitutional mandates, out of control spending, and runaway inflation, our country is indeed at a crossroads that could very well lead to civil disobedience on a large scale. And that action will include Democrats, lots of Democrats. Until next time, remember, never take for granted the blessings of liberty 
established for us and our children by our remarkable Constitution. Read it, know it, and defend it against our enemies, especially the so-called progressives. This is Mike Tellup. Thanks for listening to Not Fake News.